What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Roomies and Movies number 78. That's right, number 78 of Random. This week, we're bringing you such topics as Breaking Bad Season 2, the first half, because Luke didn't finish the second half. Um, We also watched uh, Mowgli, new on Netflix, and what was the other one? First... No. Nope. What's the one? You're talking shit. I'm not letting you out. <laughs> what was the other movie we watched? I don't know. Was it the second half of Breaking Bad? Is that it? <laughs> no, it was the uh, one with Ethan Hawke. First Reformed. First Reformed. There we go. Uh, did you also watch the Wreck It Ralphs? No, I watched. See, um, see, you're getting on my case, and you didn't. You're not even caught up from last week's, and you're like, "Fuck it, I'm jumping three weeks ahead." It's you not my a, fault. You get a hold of your household right now. One, one. There is recorded evidence of last week. You being like, "I want to watch the whole season." We're doing the whole season. That was all on you. Uh, I, I don't know if that'll hold up in court. I can believe mm. that place. <laughs> it wasn't me in the recording. What are you, the fucking president? Come on now. <laughs> it depends on what your definition of it is. is. Uh, plus, I uh, didn't watch Wreck-It Ralph because I saw Into the Spider-Verse a week early. So fuck you, man. Just don't fuck you, man. You could have seen Into the Spider-Verse along with everybody else come this weekend. So... Uh, I'm no, because this week for me. So I'm just glad you saw it a week early. So maybe you'll have something nice to add to the conversation since you <laughs> had it brewing in your head for a week and a half. Fuck when you, we finally get around to it, no, no, f you, man, f you. <laughs> man, what did you do all day after you were like, "Fine, I'll watch the second half," huh? What was that? Listen, I was at the hospital with my dad for exams, and I went to the gym for a long time. I've been all over don't, the place, man. Don't, don't say that health counts more than media. Don't, don't do this. <laughs> I love this line in the sand. Going into the third year of revolving doors of random, and this is where the new line's going to be. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, it is. I I do apologize. The weekend got a hold, uh, got away from me, and I was expecting Breaking Bad to be just as bingeable as the first season was, and this is so much more packed full, and like there's subtle nuances in everything. Like you expect it to be just the story of Walt and Jesse at some point, but like the, all these other characters are getting so much more to do behind the scenes that uh, throw obstacles in the way for them as well. So it's just such uh, a... So it's too thing. complicated for you. Got it. It's not too complicated. It's just not as bingeable as the first season was. And I think you were saying that when I when I was said that last week. Like No. You told that's me lies. just wait. That's not why you said that. <laughs> no. 
You said Whoa, at some hard. point it would be more compelling. God damn it, now I've set this precedent. <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> you don't you don't use that against me. I use that only against you. Let's get this. Don't nope, well, use your own words against you. Fuck you, man. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is so bullshit. Oh, there any news stories you'd like to talk about from this last week? Uh, did you see Aquaman open in China to $95 million? I did. And I thought somebody was lying to me. But nope, nope. they definitely did. How how did DC properties do so well? Uh, I, I think not so well because it's underwater. And China's weird like that. They <laughs> like weird shit, no, man. It's not true because Meg didn't do for shit. Mm, but this has people underwater, not just shark. <laughs> That's fair. It's so fair. No, what I saw uh, is like I guess it's this shows that like that Avatar sequel that takes place underwater is going to be the biggest grossing movie ever because of China. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, that and Venom just fucking making mile mark milestones too. Yet it's like. Knock it off, you guys. Come on. Let's get some let's get some respectful movie watchers to like so we can gauge shit. You guys are just going all willy nilly to you guys are becoming America. Just go willy nilly to movies. It's bullshit. How are we supposed to gauge everything if you guys just throw money at the bad ones? Yeah, and that's why everyone makes them because like China's just throwing all this money at it. That being said, how excited are you for Aquaman now? I thought that last trailer actually looked pretty dope. So, Was that the five-minute long one? No, it's the one that's playing in theaters right now. It's like two minutes long. Okay. <sighs> I, <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'll watch it because I you know, I'm, I'm want to see how big of a train wreck. And so I was five minutes. I was like, no, I'll wait. <laughs> I'm not fucking killing that much time for the goddamn trailer. Yeah, five minutes is so much for your time. It is, especially where my health is concerned. I can don't, do so no. much activities. No. You fucking you quit swimming. You get on that goddamn treadmill and just watch Netflix on your phone. <laughs> oh, I have been talking to somebody that actually does that. I was like, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> Breaking Bad's gonna hit those really great moments and I'm just gonna fall off of the treadmill hmm. so that, all that being said you wanna get into Breaking Bad now? did you did you finish it? then no no, no I don't I <laughs> the only way you'll talk about season 2 is <laughs> we do it all as one well I was prepped to do the whole fucking season man all right, pause the podcast. Now, I'll go and watch the other sixty. Now these just now all my notes are just no good. Oh, you took notes as well. Well, I took Jeez, mental notes. Now okay. I... <laughs> Bullshit! I I call lies on your mental <laughs> notes. You're not getting those under my under my nose. That's bullshit. No, but I am definitely going to have to skirt what I say because I don't want to be like, hey, when this happens, you'd be like, I didn't watch that far yet. And I'll be like, fuck. It's all right. I've got notes to keep you on track. 
Like when just um, when fucking Walt gets shot in the face in episode 10. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? I hope it happens and I'm like, God damn it. That fucking ruined that surprise. Uh, I also watched the Jim Prada files. That's that ends nicely. Oh, see, see, you're wasting your time. Uh, you watch uh, people drive in circles instead of watching Breaking Bad. But they did circles in a lot of different cars. No, do not defend this. <laughs> it's so much fun, though. It's so much fun. <sighs> Come on, did you watch any of the season? Any of those? Yeah, seasons? I watched it all. The Jim Connor files. Oh no! Fuck you! Other time I'm Breaking Bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, you love that shit because um, the Jim Connor files is actually like real legit behind the scenes <clears throat> and it shows them putting together this movie and all the shit that goes with it and like <laughs> the stressful moments and whatnot. It's not a movie. It's people driving in circles. <laughs> Come on now. It is a movie because all of the work they put into it. No, you what? set up four cameras and you shoot it in slow-mo and then everyone jerks off to it. That's no. not a movie. You have 20 GoPros set up around it and you have one running around getting this really ridiculous shot and a couple stationary cameras. Duh. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's so fun, though. Uh, it's exactly what I needed to set this weekend off. Oh. Hmm. So, uh, Breaking Bad, then? <laughs> Have you finished it in the last five minutes? Come on, now. Don't get in this. Listen, we're doing half and we're doing the other half next week. You know That's that means fine. like, and like then you don't have a lot to do for next week then. Oh, I'm fucking damn near caught up for next week. I'm ahead. I'm ahead of the podcast. How does this happen? Listen, I'll listen. I'll put Mule on that list. Don't make me. <laughs> don't you fucking do it. Don't you dare. <laughs> uh, I really don't want to, but I really think my parents want to go see it. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> It hurts. It hurts because after our discussion, I realized how much I don't want to see it. And my parents yeah. really don't know about it. Anyway, how far how far did you make it? Uh, I got through episode seven. <clears throat> so a good halfway point. Where Jesse and Jessica Jones are holding hands is the end shot. Jessica Jones! Jessica Jones! I was so thrilled when I made it to that point and realized that was the teaser you sent. I was like, is this from some other goddamn movie that I don't know about? I was like, damn, nice. Nice. Uh, it was great seeing her. Uh, I was elated. I just want to see her. <laughs> see, I can't talk shit. about what happened. You, maybe you won't oh, be elated when you see what she does. Well, I find that that's half your fault. <laughs> for not letting me watch the other half today. So it's not all on my plate today. So going back, uh, I know we talked about episode la- one last week, uh, but basically recapping uh, Tuco killing uh, his friend, second in command, whatever. Um, the guy's deciding to poison him with another batch. Uh, and then. Uh, getting caught by Tuco 
was how the show ended. Uh, also started with the eerie pool scene, and I'm so excited that's still being teased in like a memento style. Like it's getting progressively more and more showing, and I'm sure it's going to lead into when it actually happens. Yeah, you would know if you finished the season. <laughs> it would be a real piece of crap right now. And I appreciate <sighs> that. I'm, just, um, I'm upset that you don't have much to watch ne- for next week. So maybe, no, it's fine. Uh, maybe the new Kurt Russell movie? Did you watch it? Christmas Chronicles? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, my friends did. They thought, thought it was great. <laughs> Seal of approval. Uh, so, uh, my dad really hated Buster Scruggs, though, so that was fun. <laughs> uh, he he didn't mind it until the last one, where they're all in the carriage, and he was still trying to figure out why none of them wanted to go inside, and like he was drawing like this big complicated map. But I was like, it's not that difficult. <laughs> and like it kept him up all night he's like I'm never fucking watching anything like that ever again and I was like okay that's fair <laughs> and you were like me either <laughs> no it was fun I watched the first two scenes with it because I wanted to see the the goddamn cheating pot pot frying man uh, pot shot pot shot uh, and then I left <laughs> Apparently, the song that uh, Buster Scruggs sings in the valley is like some, from an old western, and like my dad knew all the words, so I was like, "Oh, he's really gonna enjoy the show." <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> so, uh, back to Breaking Bad, uh, episode two. Uh, you get Walt's family looking for him. Uh, Tuco's hostage situation. And then the shootout. That yeah. fucking dad. That Tuco's dad's a real asshole. It's his uncle, man. Tuco's uncle is a real asshole. Is he? He's just he's just an old man in a wheelchair. Yeah, that was some, maybe blind, maybe not. <laughs> Until uh, you realize that he's, <laughs> he's he sees it all and he's ratting him out with a bell. <laughs> What is, what a snitch! <laughs> just just can't keep his mouth shut, or he would have been dead from the goddamn storing that coke or the fucking meth. So uh, drugs are drugs. Were you surprised that uh, we resolved the Tuco situation so soon? Um, I was. Um, when it's 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 really fascinating how each of the episodes starts. Because it's either kind of showing off this uh, pool scene that's probably going to happen in the end of the season. Or like how the end of the episode ends. And it showed the bouncing car and I was like, well that doesn't make any fucking sense if they're inside. And the lead up and like him leaving the gun next to the fucking hydraulics. I was like, oh well that's how that happens I guess. Um but like even that in like throwing the grilled paperweight I guess you'd call it um, into the water I think it was the next episode or two episodes later um, 
Yeah, I was I was definitely surprised on how quick it took to resolve that, considering it felt like that could be spread out more episodes. But like, I'm glad it just took that long because like, it feels like they're exploring each level of these lies to the utmost, and then just going on. Well, interesting behind the scene facts. This is just the writers being creative, and that's the best thing about the show is how smart these guys are. The actor who played Tuco was only available for one more episode, so they had to rewrite all their plans. Because mm. he was on another show and conflict scheduling conflicts, he couldn't do more than one one more episode. Well, son of a bitch! Because so, there was talks of like him and Walter going to Mexico and him, you know, forcing Walter to cook in a jungle. Like, you know, they had talked about that stuff and it was like, no, we're just going to have to kill him and go in a different direction. <laughs> That's crazy. That's super crazy. So then the next episode happens and you get them enacting their alibi stories, which Walt decided to go senile and Jesse kind of waited out the DEA agents, cleaned up the basement, and then got caught to have an alibi where he was. Uh, and then the dad or the uncle pulls through and doesn't rat him out to the cops, but he just still knows he's an asshole. Yeah, that's um, why he just shits his pants in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. It's so worthwhile. Um... <laughs> It was awesome seeing the RV getting pulled out with the lab basically inside. Um, And then that coming to life the next episode with Jesse losing his house. Well, like, it's a a bad run for Jesse because in this episode, the DEA ends up confiscating all his money because he was trying to run and it was in the car with Tuco. So he's broke. And then... His family kicks him out, and he loses everything. It's so great, is because like you figure it would just be cent- almost centered on Walt all the time, but and like you want to feel feel sorry for Walt, but Jesse's has such a fucking short end of the stick all of the fucking time, and just can't get ahead. You know, all the time, Walt something? gets away with everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know, like. Even in <laughs> even in this episode when like they won't you know, he fakes his fugue state to explain why he's been gone for two days. And then the doctor's like, Well, we won't let you go and he's like, Well, I'm talking to this therapist and doctor patient confidentiality, it's all a lie and let me out. You know, like he just gets away with everything <laughs> from every angle. Which is and there's that great moment. When he's when he's talking to the doctor at that point, and you see his wheels turning of how much do I say? Like, what can I get away with not burdening myself with? <laughs> so good, so goddamn good. Um, I, the brilliant opening of the next fucking episode is Jesse being in a lawyer's office, and his parents just basically telling him they're taking the house from him um, because they saw his lab in the basement. Um, the the What's fascinating is Walt getting away with almost everything except when it comes to his wife. 
And then he just keeps digging himself deeper and deeper and deeper with lies and lies and lies. Well, like, the thing is, like, Walt's a terrible liar, and that's all he does, so shit's not going to work out. But when you see him getting away with everything else, it's, it's that much more contrived because he shouldn't be getting away with anything because he's such an awful liar. And, like, this is just not the business for him if he's going to be that terrible of a liar. Um, and then you have Jesse uh, breaking in and sleeping in the RV and then has to steal it. <laughs> but, yeah. um, great scene. And then busting it out because uh, he knows what's in the RVs worth so much more than uh, if they lose that all. Um, and then you have Jesse finding the place with Jessica Jones. Yeah, and well, yeah, I mean, to get the lead up to that, and that's Jesse, like, begging Walt for help, and Walt being so selfish, like, no, it's your fault, fuck you. You lost your money. Don't come to me for these handouts. And, Which is... Where do you fall along that line? Which, uh, how much money they should have? Well, I would say that I don't know. They should split it. I guess. Like, I guess I'm not sure how ethical of business partners they really are. But yeah, you know, if your company took a loss that was created by you, like technically, you know, like Jesse says it. I don't know if you've seen it or if it's later, but. Like, you know, they only did business with Tuco because of Walt's greed. So, like, mm-hmm. they never would have lost that money if they hadn't been fucking around with Tuco. So, yeah, maybe Walt's to blame. Nice. But, uh, um, and then they're expanding operations. Moment. Yeah. You get that great moment, though, where he finally, <clears throat> since Skyler's been gone and leaving, that he needs someone there. So he brings Jesse into his house and kind of comforts him a little. And you see him go to get the money. And when there's an uneven number of stacks, he doesn't even hesitate to put the extra on his and put it back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, hang on a second. Uh, but, I mean, it makes sense because Jesse had 15 grand extra just for the beating he took. So it feels like uh, Walt taking that extra little stack was justified. Well, he wouldn't have... They only got 15 extra because he got the shit kicked out of Jesse because of him. You know, like... Mm-hmm. That's like paying workman's comp. Yeah. But... Mm, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but he did... Man. I wish he still had that uh, those pop rocks and use those for more because that was awesome um, and then episode 7 starts with that weird ass music video intro whatever man that's great <laughs> listen I rewound it and watched it twice it was great <laughs> singing about cartel coming to get him uh, I didn't understand if it was just a music video for the hell of it or like when they were making it, they're like, just let's fucking try whatever. <laughs> Ridiculousness. Breaking bad, man. They do whatever they want. <laughs> so I guess by this part in the season, um, 
they've expanded their operations. They're now dealing themselves and have their own little drug empire starting with like the most unreliable dealers probably ever. Yes. Um, but, yeah, but then you like get you the said, uh, the great is expanding. We're seeing all these other people. Then you get the episode of Jesse dealing with the junkies. Yeah, which I think there's a there's a nice correlation between what what Walt is forcing Jesse to do, mm-hmm. the things he thinks they need to do, you know, the violence and the murders and the death we've seen perpetrated by and around them and how they're just letting it go. Well, Mm -hmm. Walt is, and it's just like bearing down on Jesse to correlate with like what Hank's going through as well. Mm -hmm. It's a nice little parallel. You know, like Hank's a trained law enforcement agent who should know (laughs) how to deal with this and he is breaking. So like, what is what's going to happen to Jesse with all this death around him? Yeah, um, it's also really interesting to see Hank like um, where he started from in like this really cringy environment of like HR very low standards to <laughs> being the low man on the totem pool where nobody wants to put up with that shit. Oh man, um. And then you get uh, you get Tortuga, you know, and <laughs> the turtle, and you know they bring the Dan- Danny Trejo in just to blow him up in one episode. Uh, I was so surprised because I when they showed him in the music video, I was like, "Oh shit, Trejo's gonna be here for like a few episodes." Not the case. Not no. the case in the slightest. <laughs> so. Yeah, and then, uh, so episode seven, uh, Walt's wife gets her old job back. Uh, Walt getting bolder because he had to deliver the uh, next shipment to the three underlings. And he basically understands that he they should expand because everybody thinks Jesse killed that one junkie. And then uh, the flat screen moment. Yeah. Which boy has technology changed in the last decade? <laughs> yeah, fucking hey. But yeah, I'm really loving the series. But yeah, I'm glad I took a little bit more time with this one, and uh, now we split it to these two weeks. Like Lies. I decided we should. Lies. I told you last week we should, and I still think it's a smart move. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting that you just lied to all of our listeners. Not true. I only kind of lied. And you're I'm almost sure I threw, I'm pretty sure I threw everything at the wall and was like, listen, we should do all of this so I, then I could later pick and choose. <laughs> so I'm only kind of half lying. Hmm. But yeah, I'm really loving it. And uh, it's fascinating when he was done with the first round of chemo He's like, he only has 18 months to live, technically, from the uh, diagno- or prognosis. But, like, so you have to take into account that there's another, what, three and a half seasons that play out in these 18 months then? Unless he lives longer, which is feasible. But, like, 
the show seems so tight for what it's showing off. And I yeah. know I was I was saying it was like the kind of simple storytelling in the first season, but like, man, they really battened down the hatches for this season. Everything feels yeah. so well crafted. Yeah, this season's a definite jump up from the first. Like they're just so confident in everything they're doing. Yeah, and considering like. I'm at episode seven, and that would have been the end point for the first season. Like, it feels so good to still have a half a season to go through and three more seasons. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Is that all you got for Breaking Bad then? Yeah, it seems like I can't talk about the back half of the season. <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. Uh, how'd you enjoy Mowgli? I did not. Um, first off, you really liked the one like two years ago, right? Yeah, the Favreau one's really good. Okay, that's what I thought. You did not? Um, no, no, I really liked Favreau's one. Um, I, I'm really disgusted by this one. (laughs) (laughs) There's just so many choices in it that are gross. Um, and mostly, I mean that. All the animals have slightly human facial features. It looks so yes! Weird. Oh my god, I was gonna bring that up, but like I, I figured maybe you didn't notice it, and I was like, oh no, no it's so off-putting to me because I'm I'm drawing so many facial features, and it's like I can fucking see that so clearly, and it's so jarring. And I was like, I'm gonna bring this up. It's gonna be a tiny nitpick, and like we'll move on. And then that whole train wreck at the end happened. I was like, I don't have to like this movie, so fuck it. (laughs) Like, like from the first scene on, I was like, I was like, what the fuck's wrong with Bagheera's face? Why does it look like Christian Bale's like face was stretched over a panther's face? Oh man, it's real bad. (laughs) But then, uh... but then, basically, outside of that. it obviously has some money, but not enough because the CGI is pretty dodgy a lot of the time. Um, yeah. And then the story is um, just fucking boring. It doesn't have any of the fun or levity of the Disney versions. Mm-hmm. Um, which it was so awkward going into this movie because it's it started off feeling very much like Favreau's version he did a few years ago, but like a a cheap knockoff of it. And then like it was heralded as having a, these dark twists and it's going to be something you're not expecting. It's like, eh, eh. I really like Baloo for some dumb reason, but that's the only one I did. Like all the other characters just look so atrocious. Yeah. Like Shere Khan. The- fucking like, so bad. I don't. I haven't figured out what was wrong with Khan's face yet, but it was bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, thankfully, the elephants didn't have facial features because they would have oh just God. looked as bad. They just looked like I elephants. Thankfully. <laughs> but I get what they're getting from. Like, I don't think you know if you're if your kids into the Jungle Book, I don't think you show them this version. I mean, like, yeah, Mowgli's best friend gets decapitated and put on a spike in front of him, you know? Which, what the fuck was that? 
I was like, oh, it's this trophy room. What the fuck is boot? Like, you gave the main character no no way to redeem his malicious acts from earlier. It's like, fuck you. Like, and then this, like, I don't know. It just got so jarring at that point. It was like, oh, you killed my best friend. I'm going to make sure you get killed, trampled to death by a fucking elephant or some shit. It's like, and then the fucking elephants have, like, just a gang fight with the the fucking Shere Khan. It's just so ridiculous. Like, it went off the rails hard, hard at that point. Yeah, it doesn't, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. It's I get the attempt, I suppose, and you know, when when stuff like this is in public domain, I think you have to go, well, fuck Disney, they don't own it, you know. We can mm-hmm. we can try this too, but yeah, it's not great. It reminds me of like when I was a kid in the I want to say it was in the mid 90s. There was a live action Jungle Book. Where like, but the animals didn't talk or anything. Like, I, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're talking about the one where they actually followed. Uh, like Mowgli grew up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just Jungle Book from like '94. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, I think actually that... thought it was called Mowgli also, and I had to go double check it. <laughs> <laughs> but like, is this uh, Circus's first? Directing? No, I believe it's his second. Christian Bale really was Bagheera, huh? Yeah. I could have swore it was Idris. No, that's in Favreau's. Fa- in yep. Favreau's, Idris plays Shere Khan. Huh. Goddamn. See, I yeah, even I mean, like this movie even less. <laughs> I mean, like, it's got a great cast. You know, it's got Bale and Kate Blanchett and Cumberbatch and Circus. Like, but the problem is, like, that kid's not good. Yeah, that's that's the bigger part of it. Um, also, they don't have King Louie, and that's bullshit. <laughs> that's just fucking yeah, bullshit. What, what was that really weird se- monkey sequence? I was not a fan of that. It's just fucking, you know, it's just Mowgli. <laughs> straight, straight to, that's what's so awful is like, I want these direct to Netflix movies to be somewhat decent. And like, there's some real brutal misses. And this well, is definitely one is like, of those. This, this is another one that Netflix just bought. Like, yeah, this, this was made by Warner Brothers and was supposed to come out until like, Two months ago, they were like, no, we sold it to Netflix. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And now I know why. Because <laughs> they just gave up on trying. No, it's the same as like with Cloverfield Paradox. When they realize they have a shitty mess on their hands, they just sell it. Yeah. Um, it looks like the only other thing he's directed was Breathe in 2017. So. <sighs> Uh, what's what's so disappointing about this one is it feels like since uh, Circus is so well known for his um, mocap performance that I feel like he wanted to 
really capture that with these actors and whatnot. And like, it's just too jarring. Like, the faces are just too too much. Yes, like, it feels like they <laughs> really like, tried way too much for that. It's not like the Planet of the Apes movies where they have humanistic faces already. You know, it mm. doesn't work well, when you're feels- trying to put a human's face on a fucking wolf. It looks fucking weird. Yeah, it feels like with the Planet of the Apes movies, like the art director knew what animals looked like and what they could kind of get away with. And like this one, they're like, nah, we're just going to slap human faces on these guys. <laughs> Cover them with a little fur. It's so unsettling. Like that, I almost shut it off. <laughs> so I, was like, I no, almost did too. I almost did too. And I remembered that dark twist. And I was like, I got to get to it. And then if I could show boot, I was like, what the fuck? The fuck this movie? Well, <sighs> like, there's the part with Boot. There's the fact that, like, instead of, like, in all the Disney movies where, like, he leads Shere Khan into a trap and he falls into the fire, he just straight, like, stabs him in the face in this one. And, yeah. uh, you know, Shere Khan's sort of a sociopath in this. He's all like, I remember eating your mother. I still taste her. I'm going to eat you. It's kind of, <laughs> kind of intense also, for a kid's movie. Also, it's strange that um, Akila would hold Mowgli to such high regard that he went outside the rules of the jungle and used man's weapon against uh, Shere Khan, but fucking Shere Khan's just fucking dragging dead cows into the jungle for the fuck of it. And it's like, yeah. yeah so Don't see Mowgli? And there's that scene where like in that weird monkey temple when Shere Khan's like torturing Mowgli. <laughs> There's just also in Baloo and fucking Bagheera, I almost get the shit kicked out of them, and then the fucking snake just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> also, the fucking weird ass snake trance thing. I don't fucking. It's like Mowgli, you're definitely gonna kill something soon. Jungle just wants to see what's up. It's like, <laughs> fucking, you talking about this kid is like eight years old. Fucking, what are you? What is this? What's going on? I don't like any of it. Also, yeah. Ka was a thousand feet or twenty five feet. Really can't <laughs> tell based on yeah. where she was. This fucking movie. Don't see it. Don't go watch it. It's free on Netflix. Watch it. Who cares? Don't. Don't. Trust me. It's not worth your time to see this horrendous attempt. It's also an hour and 40 minutes long, but it feels like it's three hours long. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, but uh, so on... definitely put it on and watch the first 10 minutes so you can see how <laughs> terrifying the faces are. <laughs> All right. I'll give you that note. Watch 10 minutes, see how bad those faces are, laugh about it, know that it continues for the entire thing, and then turn it off. <laughs> but definitely don't go past that. I, I remember seeing somebody on Twitter like two days ago like um, was so elated the first five minutes of Mowgli. I was like, oh, maybe this movie will be alright. So, Yeah, did you see the same tweet? Little... The person was like, as soon as the wolf started talking, I bawled. This is so beautiful. <laughs> yes. That's the one I saw. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that guy. Fuck your dumb face. <laughs> Lying sack of shit. I bet you he just fucking pugged us. 
He's like, I can't wait to see how many people watch this damn movie because I said it was awesome. And he got me. <laughs> Joke and on then, me. like, a week later, he retweets and was like, I meant I was crying about <laughs> how terrifying they looked. I hope so. I hope you retweet that and I see that and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> he punked me. Where's that picture? Where's the camera? He, he got me. So on to the final one tonight. Um, what do you think of that? Awesome. I'm real curious what you think because I think you're either I've warped you enough that you're intrigued by it or that you're going to yell at me about making you watch it. Hmm. I really haven't decided what path I want to go down right now. <laughs> I'm really happy how disdained we were with Mowgli. Um, I think I'm just gonna let you uh, help sift this one because uh, it, it really. Uh, I want to make sense of it, but at the same point, it's like you know what? I don't like how you ended. Fuck you, movie. <laughs> That's the problem. Like, the ending kind of just goes. I don't even know. It's like, it feels like the last five minutes are like, yeah, we're getting somewhere. We're getting so, and like somebody ruined like the last 20 minutes of the movie and like they clipped together something for like the last five and they're like, that's what we got, I guess. <laughs> because what the fucking was that? <laughs> I'll admit the ending's out there, but uh, the rest of it's really good. No, 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 no. That's still, you even putting it like that is very still an understatement. The dude pulls fucking barbed wire out of nowhere. And no, no, wrapping he picked it up around he picked his the dead rabbit out. Remember what dead rabbit? When he's cleaning the church, there was a rabbit caught on the barbed wire on the headstones. He put the rabbit in the trash and he rolled up the barbed wire and took it with him. So it's not out of nowhere, <laughs> motherfucker. I don't remember that scene at all. So it was totally out of nowhere for me. <laughs> I mean, it was still out of nowhere, but not entirely out of nowhere. Oh, man. This movie. Um, yeah. Just, it, it. I can see where it could do some good, minus that ending. Um, we're like, I really think um, whoever wrote Ethan's uh, fucking dialogue was did it really smart. Like that, that tete a tete he had with the one guy when they were talking about should they abort or like bring this child in oh, this world. I was fucking enthralled with that scene. It's so good. Yeah, yeah because you get that. And then he's still he's even uh, narrating through the scene like he doesn't give a shit what he's saying. He just knows he's saying the right things. And like the whole notebook thing was fascinating. Like was the year long experiment that he wouldn't pray. I think it was that he was he was using the notebook as a form of prayer because he didn't think, you know, the movie and all of its themes, because there's a fucking lot going on in that movie. uh, It's about (laughs) a loss of faith as well. And it's kind of his experiment is 
God's not listening, so let me put all this down in this notebook instead of praying. Because it is, in turn, a form of prayer. But he's doing it without the hubris of, you know, when you pray, it's, you don't speak the way he is in there. Hmm. This fucking movie, man, though. It really... <laughs> Uh, it it gets off to a slow start, and then you have that exchange, and then like it just fucking keeps twisting from there. Like, uh, she finds his suicide jacket, just fucking littered with C four and explosives. Like, he takes it, and then the dude finds out that he took it and blows his fucking head off. And it's like <laughs> such ridiculous such insanity from where it starts out. Like, the first 20 minutes, half hour, nothing really going on. Like, it's just kind of this meandering discussion. And then fucking the dude just laying there on the ground without a fucking head. It's like, where the fuck did we go now? (laughs) And then uh, Ethan kind of tripping down the rabbit hole that the other guy was going down. It's, yeah, yeah. But, and, and there's this, there's the, uh, the fascinating parallel of you know he ends up. So the guy he's talking to is an environmental activist, and you know they're discussing, you know, we we were warned, we reached the point where we should have done something, and we just continued, and now we're there's no way to save the earth, you know, and how can I bring a child into this thing that we've destroyed? And you get uh, Ethan Hawke to go and he starts going down that rabbit hole, like you were saying, <laughs> and he's fighting from like, kind of trying to take like the religious position within, you know, the people in the mega church that he's working for and the environmentalist um, of like, you know, this is God's creation, you know, how, how would he feel, you know, with us destroying all that he's built and stuff? And in the in the background of all of that, you have Ethan Hawke on the, the, the micro scale. If you think the universe and the earth being destroyed is the macro on the micro, God's creation, i.e. himself, is being destroyed. He is yeah. told to stop drinking and he continues to do it and he's destroying that creation. So he is going... You know, it's on one hand, he's arguing it for the large, but in the smaller scale, he's doing the exact opposite to himself. Hmm. See, I didn't grasp that. I'm glad you did. But, like, (laughs) the whole dynamic of this super church that is like putting on this celebration for the smaller church. Um, just just maddening kind of um yeah see... you know there's um <laughs> i think there's a bit of genius m- meta narrative in the casting of mm-hmm. you know like these evangelical like mega churches right like say what you will about religion and i'm not gonna argue about how people feel and regardless but like those people are like the most hackiest hams and exploit religion in the most disgusting ways. Um, but the guy who runs the church is played by Cedric the Entertainer. I think that's hilarious. 
Which is, first and foremost, um, it, he uses actual name in the credits. <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck is Cedric whoever? So it showed Ethan, it showed Amanda Seyfried, and then it showed her husband. And I was like, oh, that's that's got to be Cedric whatever. And then he's without his head, and then he goes to meet Cedric the Entertainer. I was like, oh, Cedric, that's his last name. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Then you know, and there's even uh, you know the idea of the church. You know that mega church doesn't care about it. You know when he's talking to him about, you know they're having theological discussion. You know we're destroying the earth. You know the 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 question that's brought up repeatedly throughout the movie: Will God forgive us? You know, will He forgive us for what we've done and what we're doing? And he's having that discussion with the fellow, you know, preacher and. uh Cedric the Entertainer is just like, listen, he did it once before. 40 days, 40 nights, he destroyed everything. Who cares? You know, he's just literally there <laughs> to make the money, shake the hands, and get good while he's got it. Yeah. <sighs> this movie's a little too out there for me. I, I appreciate <laughs> you trying, trying things with me, but this one got a little away for me. But like I did say, I really, I really appreciate the first twenty thirty minutes. I think the ending is just what bugs you. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure I'll be like trying to figure it out for a little bit longer, and it's like, I just, oh, it's weird. Um, also, a twenty four produced this. Um, I know we talked about Bloomhouse, but a twenty four is they kind of just. Uh, shoot for anything, don't they? Oh yeah, A24 is great. Like I'll watch yeah. almost anything they do. I guess I'm pretty sure they put out White Boy Rick, and I didn't watch that this year. But excuse me, They're pretty great. You should have seen it. You're a fool. <laughs> Sorry, there's just a lot of things I gotta watch all the time. <laughs> Can't all. Oh, how odd is that? Why would the great if, if I had spent that extra six hours watching Breaking Bad, yeah, I'd been able to watch White Boy Rick Listen, instead. But... I missed one. You've missed like three this year. Don't give me your crap. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> You're bullshit artist. <laughs> Don't bullshit a bullshitter. You're a bullshit artist. <sighs> so, what's on but... the... What's on the docket for I'm the next? I'm sad episode? that I haven't completely broken you. That you're still kind of like mm, this oh, indie shit's man. weird. Listen, listen. I'm trying to hang on. They're like, honestly, there's a part that's like just grasping onto everything I used to enjoy, and it's like he's never gonna turn me. And like <laughs> I'm, I'm dipping my toe into like this indie stuff. You know, I'm like, all right, I see what you're trying to get me to like, and it's like, I understand some of the value. But, like, some of it is way too jarring yet. Maybe sure. by this time next year, we'll be in agreement on a couple things. And not just how bad faces are on animals. Yeah. But it's weird, like, yeah, the, <laughs> you know, the, the, the terrible acting and terrifying faces and Mowgli. <laughs> but then you turn around, like, I don't know. I think Ethan Hawke might be one of the best performances I've seen this year in First Reform. Mm-hmm. That's really that's really going a little too far. No, he's so good. good. I'll say it was good, but like, mm. I I don't think I'd put it up there in the tops. 
I mean, he um, he did well on his own, but he didn't have much to go bounce off of. Really, it didn't feel like he doesn't need to when his face is omnipresent. He's doing everything, I, I, yeah, non-verbally. But if it, it feels, mm, it feels heavy. Mm, I don't know. It feels like he's cheating like said, the system. Like, think of like that. That opening in Tete where he's debating the climate changer, you know, he's listening to what he says, taking it in, and not even caring that he's giving the right answer. He's caring that he's winning. <laughs> you know, he even says that, you know, he's like, it was exhilarating. I don't know if I was giving him the right answers, but the debate brought him, and you see that in his face, like he's getting into it. He might be spewing all this bullshit he doesn't believe, because at this point, you know, the loss of his child and the loss of his marriage and his declining health, like, he is at the end of his rope. Which I'm surprised... I'm really surprised that they never really explored any of that. Um, Like, anything else we've watched this year, like, has gone into 15, 20-minute diatribes of what actually happened, and, like, I'm glad they just never... It just didn't matter to the story enough to to push it, so yeah, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. One of the best performances this year, though. I don't think I can give him that. Oh, name one off the top of your head. Kamos, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suck it. I don't know. <laughs> No, because I'm going to say Bradley Cooper, and you're going to say fuck you for, like, in Cyrus Board. Oh, like, fuck, fuck you, man. It's going to be on top of everybody's top ten, and you're wrong in this one, so I don't give a shit. Dude, it's so bad. I don't even want to do a top ten with you this year, because, one, I know Cyrus Board's right fucking there. Man, and it's two, top. It's in the top five for sure. And two, I don't even know, like, if you were joking or not about Bright, because I feel like you were trying to put that on your list. No, absolutely not. That was just joking. We joke around. We have fun here. Um, (laughs) No, but I'm really excited because I really think I I feel like my top ten is going to be probably more popular films for sure, and I think yours is going to be very indie, like it has been the last couple years. And I I look forward to that because like then when I finally get a, I'm able to check these out next year, it's like, oh yeah, I can see why you fucking put it at number one, number two. So I don't know, the stuff, a, a good, like, I'm I'm working my way towards the list, I'm taking my time, but like, <laughs> there's stuff on it that you've seen, so. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll make for a great discussion, but like, uh, I'm I'm going to push myself and I'm trying to get a little bit more, but I really feel like uh, what was accomplished with Infinity War gives me excitement because I feel like that's going to be one of the first Marvel, the MCU films that makes it to like a top 10, which I, I love them all, but like to to the point where it makes a top 10, like is kind of something better than any of the other ones I've been able to accomplish. So, mm. Well, you're just fooling yourself, then. Black Panther's <laughs> already done that, so. No, I I really like Black Panther, but I 
but butting heads against Infinity War, I have to give the nod to Infinity War because it made me, it gave me a super villain's story as the protagonist and everybody that we've grown to love fighting around him. Whatever, man. Come on, you're gonna—you're not giving me Infinity War after all—all all the CGI fight mess between the Panthers was. Dude, the one downfall is some bad CGI in the final fight. Like I know, I understand but that, but like the thing you just lauded, the thing that you just lauded Infinity War for, Black Panther sure. did. Killmonger. Killmonger is essentially the protagonist in that movie. Mm, but I don't, I don't feel like his uh, super villainy is you, you, just, okay. Is more justified than Thanos's. He's not as justified. His racial animus and hatreds towards the slavery and bigotry towards blacks isn't as good as wanting to destroy half the universe. All right, you need to reel it in a little bit um, <laughs> because. Thanos kills his daughter. Or his surrogate daughter. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> yeah, Thanos kills his daughter. Fucking Killmonger sits there and goes, you know, throw my body in the sea like my ancestors did when they were brought here as slaves. Like, okay. there's a kind of... I'm not going to argue it with you, but... <laughs> I'm sure we'll get into this more, but, like, even even now, thinking about Black Panther even more, which... Was so was back in February, which doesn't seem like that far along, but it was aeons ago. No, this this year right has now. felt like thirty. Like yeah, for sure. But like even thinking about Black Panther right now, it did so many great things, like the strong females, um, even downplaying Circus's Mowgli. He was so great as for what little bit he played in uh, Claw for Black Panther, like. God damn it. Now I'm going to have to really take a look at these movies. We've seen so fucking many movies this year. You might have to sit down (laughs) and rewatch Black Panther. That's all I'm saying. I'm pretty sure I'm going to. But also, Infinity War is out on uh, Netflix in like a week, so. I'll probably watch them both. There you go. Get your fucking MCU straight. Watch, Watch your mouth. (laughs) <laughs> so uh then what are we watching for next week uh the second half of breaking bad i guess i yep, mean if, yep if you're gonna get it done i'll watch it you watch your mouth <laughs> uh, uh into the spider verse and then that fucking mortal engines movie mortal engines isn't there something else not the mule I fucking um, well, shit. I don't know about you. Like, I, Roma is coming out on Netflix, but I'm holding out that we're getting a theatrical release here at Floor. So I don't know if that's this week or next week. Um, or not. listen, if Roma's out on Netflix, I'm definitely down to watch that. Well, that's fine, but like, I'm holding off till theatrically, so we might oh, not talk about you. it for a week or so. I got you. Because hmm. there's no way in hell I'm not seeing a Curon movie in theaters. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's what it was. Uh, Once upon a Deadpool's out this week. What? Uh? Once upon a Deadpool's out this week. Oh, go fuck yourself. No, I, I'm not. I'm saying I'm not seeing it. You relax. <laughs> hey, you're way too high strung. No, not at all. Oh, fucking sweet, 
we got Mortal Engines here in this week. That's awesome. I don't have to worry about it then. Uh, Great. That movie is going to be something. That is going to be so fun, and I'm so excited. I'm surprised we didn't watch the possession of uh, Hannah whatever. The what? Grace. Possession of Hannah Grace. Well, I told you to. You ignored it. Did you ever? Nah, I'd love to see that movie. I said a... when we ended the podcast that week, I was like, "There's some possession movie," and then I sent you a picture of the poster, and you told me to go fuck myself. I find that to be heresy and slander, and I might take you to court over that one. I would never. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I got the fucking text messages. I don't delete anything. Shit. Um, it's not true, and it's probably somebody else's number. <laughs> Play it's all coming in play now. It's your second um, cell phone, right? Uh, nope. Uh, oh, and then the apocalypse is out soonish. What is? It's out. I don't know. And then the apocalypse. Dude, it's been out for like two weeks. It's just you really they only had like ten theaters released it. Well, fuck it. Fuck it, and fuck you. Whatever, so... man. I watched the trailer and I was like, no, thank you. I saw Buffy do this better 12 years ago. You need to get off that horse. People no. are going to try and do fun things with those stereotypes again. And plus, <laughs> Buffy was awful. You. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before everybody attacks me. I have not seen Buffy, and I just know Luke likes it so much. That's why I made a personal attack on him. I apologize to those who like Buffy, vehemently. Uh, I do appreciate um, what's his name's writing, so I got to give it to Matt. I can't you know, think of his name right now. Joss There we go. It's gonna be great with, you know, like. By this time next year, when we've gotten through like The Wire and Mad Men, and like it's time to watch all seven seasons of Buffy, buckle up. <laughs> what are they, like in 22 episode seasons? Except for the first season, you know it. Ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Oh, yeah. Well, fucking, I have, I have the box set collection. It's like 108 discs. What if we, what if we watch Angel instead? Uh, Angel is better than Buffy, so fuck you. I'll do that. Damn it, f you, man. F f you <laughs> so much. All right, we'll catch you next week for Ra- Roomies and Movies number seventy nine. Watch that shit. Join us next time, and all that good stuff. Peace, pineapples, and we'll catch you later.